Tēnā koutou, nau mai hoki mai, kia oho mauri. Um, te tuatahi, te mihi aroha tēnei ki ngā whānau kua pā mai te huripari o Gabriel. Uh, he mihi nui tēnei ki a koutou, mai aho ki a koutou, mai tōku whānau ki a koutou. Kwa huri haere tō ao i tēnei wā i te pauri, i te mamai, i te ngarotanga o tō whare, tō whenua, tō marae, me ngā whānu hoki. So just firstly want to acknowledge all those who have been affected by Cyclone Gabriel, especially in our areas that have now been cut off from the rest of Aotearoa. And this time of mamai and this time of pain has been amazing to see so many of us coming together to help out those who need our supplies, those who are on the ground um, in the rescue teams uh, and as much as um, this is a time of sadness. It's also a time where we've been able to see our country, our whanau, come together to help those who are in need. So again, from my ahokia koutou, nera mihi aroha, i rungi tēnei wā. I guess... My corridor has is gonna take a little bit of, of a little bit of a turn from what I had originally um, thought about sharing with you today. But on the other side, it also does fit in really, really well. Coming off the back of um, the cyclone and corridor around climate change, and um, I've just been listening to uh, different tohunga. Um, in regards to the Taiao and um, Ngafitu, people like uh, Dr. Rangima Tamua and others that I've um, managed to catch their interviews around what is currently happening to to the Finua, um, and a big part of it is Papatuanuku is is crying. She's um, She's been calling out for a very long time for us to make changes in regards to the way we treat her. Um, the whenua that we walk on, the whenua that supplies our kai, the whenua that houses us has been crying for so long for us to make changes to the way we live. And now it's becoming a physical realisation of what mamai she's going through so um it does tie into my kōrero today so I'm gonna share about mana wahine and papatuanuku is the first example of mana wahine papatuanuku is um is the greatest example that you could use in regards to what mana wahine is she is um, passion, she is love, she is a mama, she is a protector, she is a provider. Um, 
she is strength she is power she is pure beauty in every which way shape and form and i think if we were in order to start a quarter around what is it what it is she's the perfect place to start um without her we would not be able to do or live the way we do today um our tipuna lived off the whenua in every way possible um and so yeah i guess before i get into the corridor i'm going to share today it's i have to acknowledge her um and all that she is in regards to the greatest representation of manawahine so um what is it what exactly is manawahine so not to get it mixed up with feminism um yes manawahine has elements that are similar to feminism manawahine is about the strength of our woman it is about the power of our woman but it's also in the way that we hold ourselves and we um we present ourselves as wahine maori we've got so many great examples that we could look to um like I said, Papatuanuku is the first example that we think of when we look when we when we talk about Manawahine. We also have our <coughs> Atua Wahine, um Hineahuone, who was created out of clay, being the first Wahine, uh, created by Tade at Kurawaka. We have Hinitama, who then became Hininuite Po. Um we have Mahu, uh, Mahuika, we have Muriranga Whenua, um, we have people like um, Henero Katauri, Henete Iwaiwa, um, and if we look into my iwi of Tuhoi, we have Henepu Kohurangi, who is the personification of the mist. Uh, she's our mist maiden and she is beautiful she is one of the greatest things that i love seeing especially now that i don't live uh close to my whenua whenever i see any kohu um my mind is always taken back to hinepu kohurangi um so many amazing beautiful uh wahine that we could talk about so many great examples of what mana wahine looks like and um for me personally i've got my two queer uh, as well as my mama who are my two my three greatest examples of what my mana wahine is so in my previous korero i talked about my nanny and my nanny and koro a lot um my mum's mum so she's my my heart so she is the reason i hold myself in the way that i do she's the reason why i love to share my passion my knowledge and everything about my culture she's the reason why i stand and hold myself in the way that i do uh with the blessing of carrying her name um and everything i do 
is as is to be an example to my daughter and soon to my peepee who is due very in a few weeks or in about a month um my nan is everything that i am so everything that i do as a wahine maori is because of her um my nana who's my dad's mum <clears throat> she's my other example of of why i stand in the mana that i do as a wahine maori um my nana fought so hard uh for so many reasons that had nothing to do with her she never thought about herself her reasons for fighting and standing up for what was right uh was for us her, her moko and her moko to come she spent most of my life in and out of court uh in and out of land meetings in and out of hui uh walking to hui walking to meetings bussing all over the motu uh to fight for our whenua. and every battle she fought never ended well well sorry not not every a lot of the battles she fought never uh ended well for her there were a lot of times when she came out of them very mamai very upset very pody yet she went back again she went back to those same hui she went back to those same courtrooms she went back to those same land meetings um because she knew that she was fighting for a bigger picture which was her moko and the future generations to follow after her and in all honesty i'm so grateful for the fight that she put up uh she's my strength she's in everything that i do she's the reason why i stand the way i do as a wahine maori she's the reason why i will speak when something is needed to be said she's the reason why i um i will not stand back and let anyone talk about things that should not be said or things that are not right um and i'm so grateful that my tamahini my kotiro got to spend quite a few years with her so my nana only passed away uh going on two years ago um and so my my eldest girl got a lot of time with her kui kui um and got to know her and love her just as much if not more than i did um my yeah my nana i think it was nearly 30 35 odd years fought for her whenua um and eventually she won it she won the court hearing um and so uh she's the reason why i don't give up on things that matter she's the reason why i will always stand up and continue to fight until uh the outcome is just um she's also the reason why i stand 100% unapologetic unapologetically in the manner that i walk in um she 
Oh, she was a, a lady of great wisdom. Um, and she, uh, there was a time when I felt very broken, um, felt like what I was doing didn't matter, felt like no one was listening, uh, felt like I was not being heard. Um, there was a time when I, I, I just couldn't do it anymore. Um, and I remember going to visit her, um, and this was about <clears throat> maybe six, five or six years ago, seven, maybe. Um, and a lot of the time, getting towards the end of, of, of my nana's life, she didn't do much. She slept a lot. Um, and I remember just going and sitting with her and didn't have to say anything. She was sleeping. Um, and I just sat there next to her. She uh, woke up. She awoke, sat up and looked at me like dead in the eyes and just said that mana wahine isn't about being the loudest voice in the room it's about standing up for what is just and right and from that day on um i knew that i had a fight that i needed to continue i knew that there was a battle that um i needed to to come out the other side of and because of that that is the uh i guess that's that's my sort of a lifeline that i live by that's my little quoted or my little um saying that i stand i stand very strongly in and it's because of her that my fight is so much stronger than it ever was knowing that i'm not just fighting for myself i'm fighting for my children and future generations to come after me um i'm changing things for them i'm putting things in place so that they don't have to walk on eggshells that they don't have to um struggle so that they can walk in all that they should be walking in um yeah so a lot of a lot of people know when I talk about my nana just how special she is and um, the love I have for her. I am I love the fact that my papa lives in his nanny's whare. So um, my papa lives in uh, my nana's mum's house. Um, that's, that my, my nan's mum and dad built and farmed. Um, my papa is living on in that whare and on that whenua and so um, that's brought a, a deeper connection back to to my nana's whānau and our connections back to um, Tokorangi and Ngāti Tūwharetoa, uh, Ngāti Waiwai um, and our whānau down in the manawa too. Um, like I said, everything I do isn't about me. Uh, everything I do is for my girls. Um, to be a great example for them. To show them the power and the strength that they walk in. To show them that there's nothing that they cannot achieve. 
everything that I do is for future generations to come after me. Um, whether that's me as a mama, whether that's me with my uh, teacher portai on, whether that's me with my consultant portai on, or whether that's me with, as, with my friend portai on. Um, everything I do has purpose. Everything I do, there is a reason for it. So I will never do anything that is just because. Um, because as Māori, we have so much power, we have so much mana that there is no limits to what we can do. So like I said, everything I do is for my girls, it's for the next generation, it's for many to come after me. And I just wanted to say that your mana can't be taken from you. Yeah, you might feel like at times that you're not worthy or you might feel like at times that um, you're nothing. And I've been through that. Um, I went through a stage where I had the lowest points in my life and just felt like I, everything I'd done, everything that I had shown, the love I had given, um, it just made me feel like I walked away from it or that all that effort and time and passion and heart that I put into that situation just broke me and made me feel absolutely depleted and like nothing. Um, so always remember that your mana cannot be taken away from you. Your mana you cannot give away. Your mana will always be there and um, you are powerful beyond measure um, and yeah just remember that as wahine we are actually a lot more powerful than people like to give us credit for as wahine um, in te ao Māori wahine are just as strong as our tāne if not stronger it's real interesting when people try to say that women have to sit and take the back seat to our men which is absolutely rubbish um my queer um stood in all her mana she had the ability to stand in the strength of her as a female but also had the mana and the right to stand in um the masculinity of of her feminine feminism so um don't ever let anyone tell you that you are not able to do anything don't ever let anyone tell you that you are not worthy or you cannot do something because as wahine we are able to do whatever it is we put our minds to we are able to do whatever it is we want um yeah the mana is yours Mana is always with you. It is always within you. Um, just as I'm wrapping this up, I, uh, there's an awesome TED Talk by Tamiati. It's on YouTube. Um, it's one of my favorite TED Talks to watch. So if you want to know more or you want to uh, learn a little bit more about what Mana is, make sure you go check out his kōrero. Again, that's a TED Talk by Tamiati. Um, 
and I just want to say you are seen I don't know who needs to hear this but you are beautiful you are seen you are powerful you are strength you are purity you are love uh, so hopefully you take away from this what you need to and I will see you for another round of this podcast. Kia pai tora. Mauri ora.